0: Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast.
1: We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's the younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate.
0: So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week.
1: To to my favorite sister podcast.
0: Hello, this is Elizabeth from cloudy Los Angeles today. It's very foggy. It's set in a mood.
1: <laughs> the vibe, the vibe. Well, and this is Sarah from darkness, England, because it's 6.30pm here. And oh, you're is... in the
0: dead of night now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been night for three hours. <laughs>
0: I saw a tweet that said something like, I don't want to be dramatic, but the fact that it gets dark at five is ruining my life or something yeah. like that. And I'm the, like, yeah, the that The sun currently right. sets around
1: 345, um, so it's pretty dark all the time. It it won't last much longer, but yeah, it is tough. It is tough. I think it's worse when it just first starts, um, like, before the t- even before the time changes, because you're like, it's starting to get dark at, like, five. And then the time changes, the clocks fall back, and you're like, it's starting to get dark at four, and it's hard. Cause I don't want to work after that. Like, why am I working? Yeah, it's, it's dark. Hard. It's nighttime. <laughs>
0: I think literally on Friday it was like four o'clock or so. Yeah. And I but was like, is it time to turn on the Chris? <laughs> is it time to turn on the Christmas tree? Cause it's like dark now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ours. We just put ours up. Um, yesterday we got it assembled and put the lights on. We're gonna do the ornaments tonight. But we have our thing. Like our lights came. The plug came with like an eight hour timer. So it was like mm-hmm. today, I was like, I got to push the button to start the eight-hour timer at 3 p.m. So then it runs from 3 p.m., which is when it starts to get dark, mm-hmm. to like 11. And that's the signal that's to good. be like, you've been up too late. Go to bed.
0: Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> um, Yeah, it just, I don't like the darkness. It's yeah. like.
1: But conversely, I, think... I do appreciate that it, I actually don't mind that it's, because that's, okay. I guess the whole thing, you know, the time shifts and it's, so it's like light in the morning. The problem is we're so far north it also is dark in the morning until about 7.45 a.m. So I'm like, the kids have all walked to school in the dark anyway. Like, you know, and whatnot. So, So, but then conversely in the summertime, you know, it gets bright at 4.30 in the morning and I'm like, it's too Mm. bright. I got to sleep with an eye mask. It's too much. Um, So I'd rather have morning darkness. When people say they want to just stick with standard time all the time, I'm like, no, we can't because in the summer it would literally be bright at 2 a.m. Like,
0: that sounds like a Sarah and Jack problem. Yeah. I think north. you need to move. I think you need to move. That's what. Come to America. We don't have that problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, either, just made either, that,
1: either that or just move, like, above the Arctic Circle. And then we
0: just stay like all the fine. time. Then you're fine. Ugh, that sounds terrible. I know. I don't mind if it's dark. I just, ugh, it's just, it's dark too early. I hate it. It's too early. It's
1: the, you know, it's all the things combined. Because it's dark and cold. I'm sitting in here. I should have come in. Like, an hour ago and not ten minutes ago and cranked the radiator up to full blast. Uh, so I'm sitting here in, like, slipper, socks, long fuzzy pants, long fuzzy sweater, and a blanket. So
0: yeah. <laughs> I know it's not comparative, but it has been cold in Los Angeles. Like, we've actually had turned on the heat a couple times. because oh, that is cold. Well, we got back from, so, behind the scenes for everybody. You know, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks because we pre-recorded a few because we knew.
1: Because we were organized. That-
0: because we were organized for once. <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but this time we were organized. Um, because, as I had mentioned on a previous episode, our dad was coming out to Los Angeles um, to spend Thanksgiving with us. So there was a lot of travel and just we figured it wasn't going to happen. But anyways, so when we came back from that trip, like, the apartment had dipped below. Like, it was, like, we walk in. We usually keep it somewhere in, like, the 70s, you yeah. know, depending on the time of day. And it kind of just, like, naturally, like, during the day has... Because of the heat outside, kind of finds itself in like 75, 76 at some point. Mm-hmm. We came in; it's like in the 60s in the apartment. Ooh, I was like, it's so ooh. cold. Like we got to turn this up. And actually, in the desert where we were with Dad, it was also very chilly. Very when chilly. the wind was blowing, it was chilly. Yeah. But we saw so many desert animals. It was so fun.
1: We <laughs> ooh, saw a animals. desert quail. Is what's that? How's that different than like a regular quail?
0: Well, they have, like, a little thing on their head that Dad says regular quail don't have. It kind of looks like Quail Man from from Doug, (laughs) if anyone is aware.
1: Love it, love it. I think anyone our age
0: is probably aware, but if...
1: Yes, I can picture it immediately in my mind.
0: Yeah, Quail Man, obviously. And then, um, we saw, uh, uh, we saw Roadrunners. Ooh. This is all from, like, the backyard, by the way. We saw these things. Are you things. sure like, you weren't a...
1: just, like, watching cartoons?
0: That's no, I wasn't watching cartoons. We saw them. We saw a rabbit. like nice. a desert rabbit. And then yep. the last night we were there, we were coming back from this place we'd gone for dinner. And Tim was like, I feel like I've seen almost every desert animal except for a coyote. And I was like, you want to see a coyote? And I kid you not, legitimately ten seconds later, we're pulling up and we see something in the road. It's dark something in the road, and we're like, so I'm slowing down, and it is a freaking coyote. Like, I kid you he not, just spoke
1: it into existence. Yeah,
0: I was like, can you say we want to win the lottery next? Like, <laughs> he has the secret. He has the powers of the secret yeah, the or whatever. Powers. You know,
1: talk about manifesting.
0: I know. Like, that can you manifest that something his, that's that actually useful? One, yeah, that was his
1: one wish. Wasted. Oh, no.
0: He wished for a coyote. It's <laughs> not a good wish. Well,
1: I was busy chasing um, after that roadrunner.
0: I know. We were like, thankfully he doesn't know about the little nature britter we had in the backyard of our house that we stayed at. That's
1: pretty cool, though. Anyways, good times had by all, I think. Yeah, I always like when we see cool animals when we're out and about.
0: Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to just kind of like watch them from the, every morning, like the little quail would be like hopping along and they're really cute. But, um, but yeah, but had a fun Thanksgiving. Um, sounds like you had a fun Thanksgiving eating treats and stuff, eating yeah. little snacks.
1: Yeah, I just had lots of snacks, some beverages, watched the parade, watched the dog show. You know, two times. Can you believe Can't the we, dog won? Can you believe?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this time we can actually say because we know who won, not like last week. we like, can you believe, like, can you believe dog who won? won? T-
1: for the second year in a row? Yeah. And they're from I wanted the... near where we're from. So.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I want to, to walk that... around the neighborhood. I wanted the little white, and not little, but like the white one that looked like a golden retriever but was white. Yes. Or that one was the
1: so The English
0: pretty. bulldog yeah. to win. <laughs> the
1: bulldog would win. Amazing. Those were also two of our favorites. Yeah, the one that looked like a golden retriever but was all white. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what type of dog it was, but it's just. It's so like pretty. it was
0: some Hungarian type of dog. I don't know, but that's all I but know how to describe it. It looked like a golden exactly, retriever except
1: it was white. But that's exactly how I. Was describing it to Jack. I was like, "But it's like a white golden retriever. It's so cute." Like, I don't
0: know. It was like a Cavass or something. It was like something with a K. I don't know. Mm. I can't remember exactly what it was called. But, anyways, but yeah, fun was had by all on Thanksgiving. Ate too much food. Had to cook. It was stressful. Um, But I got through it. I got through it. Um, but yeah, I think um, the biggest news I think of the week, which you can't participate in, but. Spotify came out with its <laughs> 2021 raft. For it's some true, reason, you refused to get on the Spotify train. and
1: I didn't refuse. I had Spotify in America. Um, mm. I just don't have it now because it's really expensive here.
0: Um, Can't you do the free version or whatever?
1: But, like, I hate ads and I don't. Why would I, oh okay. Why well, would I accept that?
0: Like, <laughs> okay, well I don't know. I'm just saying you can do it without. You can not have Spotify. You just refuse. Uh, yeah. Why is it so refuse. expensive? I feel like it's only like I don't even know. I don't even know what Tim and I pay. It's we really expensive. Pay like a family plan.
1: Yeah. For the family plan, it's like. I mean, it's I mean, in real life, for you know our where we're at, it's not really expensive, but it's more expensive than the other options. It's like twice yeah. the price. Um. It's like 15, well, it's like fifteen. I think a month so that equates to like over $20 a month um mm. and that's just for like one device I <laughs> the family plan oh, really? is more yeah it's really expensive um and for Amazon we pay like seven ninety nine. so
0: because <laughs> I feel like Tim and I because we pay it annually are paying like whatever that 14 plan but like you know mm. what's on all of our devices or whatever yeah um
1: I don't know I don't know maybe in the UK it's just more like music rights and stuff maybe just cost mm. more so
0: Maybe, may that could be it. charge on. Well, I would like to say, and I posted on our uh, My Favorite Sister Pod Instagram, if you're not following, go check us out on My Favorite Sister Pod, um, but I think I might have had a problem in 2021, because it's literally, like, my top five songs, by the way, <laughs> top five songs, Olivia R- Rodrigo. I think it said <sighs> I was in, like, the top like, percentage <laughs> of listeners of her. Amazing. But then it's I also amazing. posted this TikTok from a guy that was like, I listen to this amount of music. He was, like, in the top 1% of just, like, minutes listened, not even Olivia Rodrigo, yeah. But, like, but then he's like, and then uh, some of this percentage of those minutes were Olivia Rodrigo. he's like, I might, <laughs> was I okay? And that's what I felt <laughs> like, I was like,
1: "Yeah." Well, okay, so right. I honestly feel like, I just feel like this year I actually haven't listened to that much music because I know. when would be the times that I would listen to music? I'd listen to music, like, at the gym. I would listen to music in the car, driving to and from work, like, an hour each way. And it's, like, both of those are things that I didn't do because, like, I haven't worked in an office since, you know, March 2020, and also our gym, like, was on and off closed, and I've mostly just been using it for classes, so, like, the music is included. (laughs) Yeah. So I just haven't Um. been listening to music that much. Only, like, if we're going, like, a long drive or something, and then I just have a kind of a go-to playlist of like 50 songs it's real it's real modern because it's um you know sarah's playlist
0: 2019
1: so sure sure <laughs> i haven't updated it in a while
0: well it's funny because it like we're gonna add your top played songs to like a playlist and i was like okay i, like it's just and I was people's. like so just the olivia rodrigo album clearly <laughs> um but would you like to take a guess at who am any of my other top artists might be um what, Olivia already goes number one if I didn't, yeah, pick, I didn't <laughs> they, pick up on that. I know
1: they cut it off in like November, right? Yeah. Um, so Adele has. I'm going to give you a hint. Before yeah. Okay. I
0: have actually not. I'm a bad fan. I have not listened to the full Adele album yet because. Me neither. I feel like I need to be in the right emotional, like, headspace for it. Yeah. Or maybe, just. Like maybe when we're any home for time. The holidays,
1: When we're home for the holidays, we can do like a listen. With, yeah. I feel it, like I need to have a.
0: Yeah, I need to have time to, like, sit and just, like, take it in, and I just haven't had the time, you know? It came out right before the Thanksgiving trip. I was very stressed. I couldn't listen to it. I didn't have time.
1: Yeah.
0: And I can't just, I can't just, I can't just throw Adele on in the background cleaning or something. Like, that's (laughs) insane. So, okay, okay, Adele's not on the list. I'll give you that hint.
1: Okay, it's not Adele. Not Adele. Mm.
0: Even though I have listened to Easy On Me, or, uh, what's that song? Her newest song, Uh, Easy On Me. I have listened to that quite a bit, but...
1: Mm, I don't know because okay Olivia Rodrigo clearly number one but then it's like what else would you be listening to during the day as like a if it was me <laughs> it would like be something hilarious like in random it'd be like Usher and Lil Jon number two and three <laughs> 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 like a two thousand, everything else would be like circa 2004 yeah like completely not hip at all um yeah I don't know just like is it a single artist or like a band
0: Single artists,
1: Ooh. Britney Spears.
0: No, oh. good guess though. Yeah,
1: I don't know what. I feel like it? I couldn't
0: listen to Britney Spears because her dad's getting all that money, but that's now she's great. But it's fine. I mean, that's true. That's us like Taylor with
1: uh, having to do the Taylor's yeah. version. It's not
0: Taylor because, no, as no. I mentioned, I don't. I'm not much of a Swifty. I mean, I again, nothing against Taylor Swift. That's not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not anti-Swifty. I'm just not a Swifty. <laughs> don't come for me. <laughs> um. All right. I'll just. I'll just tell you. I was oh. saying in past years was it secured,
1: was it was it Dolly Parton?
0: I was gonna say in past years, Dolly Parton would have been on the list. Abba would have been on the list. Mm. I've listened to them extensively.
1: Yeah, not
0: this year though, which was surprising because I feel like I have listened to still a lot of Abba. But okay, number two, Lizzo.
1: Ah, dang it! I almost said her earlier, and then I got sidetracked by all of our jokes about Adele. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because number... that was actually gonna be my ju- that was gonna be my guess. <laughs> Dang it, Lizzo, Lizzo, I got Love you, girl. I would definitely, she definitely would be, I mean, when I say Sarah's Playlist 2019, it's basically mostly Lizzo, so. Yeah,
0: it's Lizzo. Um, I remember when she came to, okay, I'm not trying to be a hipster when I say this, and like, I liked her before everyone else, because there's plenty <laughs> of people that liked her before me. Um, I look to the LGBTQ plus community, because I feel be like they're the ones that like, introduced me to Lizzo, because I'd be following yeah. people, and I'd be like, oh, who's a song? And Anyways. But I remember it was like right before she like broke big, and I she was like coming to LA, and I was like I have no one. I was trying to like text friends. I was like, have you ever heard of Lizzo? And I was like, I feel like you're gonna love her. Mm. And they were like, no, I never heard of her. I was like, try to find someone to go with me to this right. Lizzo concert. I'm so sad I didn't go. But
1: I mean, you I definitely was like, got me into her because you were like, oh, you need to. You you were like, you'll love this music. You need to listen to her right away. And I was like, okay, and I did. And I was like, this is great. And then literally, like you said, like the next week, it was like. All, like she's you know, everywhere most recent her full album came out and then it was all over the radio
0: i know i was like trying to text my cha- friend jane um because we tend to like the same type of music i'm like i'm telling you you're gonna love her and then you know <laughs> anyways but lizzo love you love you girl um i gotta get to her concert sometime for sure i yeah. think it ended up being like on a weekday or something and i was like there's like no way i can do this can't make that
1: happen With,
0: yeah especially because at the time i was working far away far away from my home <laughs> now i could do it i could not do it then um, okay, number three <laughs> oh, no. is Cristobal Tapia de Veer. Do you recognize that name?
1: Wait, say it again. It, like
0: Cristobal Tapia de Veer. He's a composer, and he composed the White Lotus soundtrack. I listened to it so much.
1: That's your version of like elevator music was the White Lotus soundtrack.
0: I mean, look, oh my god! Soundtrack. You have to
1: share this. You have to share this on the pod. <laughs> Instagram. I'm it
0: right now, but I'll share it. As, I'll, <laughs> no,
1: on the Instagram. Oh my god, that's so good. After I Olivia, was like, I was like <laughs> Lizzo like, okay. and, and then White Lotus.
0: Yep. And yep. <laughs> Number four was Casey Musgraves. Number mm. five was Betty Who. Um. Oh my god. Betty who's mostly from that song from to all the boys I loved before, the like remix yeah. of that one song. Yeah. And then I listened to a couple other stuff, but anyways, I just thought oh that God. number the three white, was, yes, was too Lotus. funny not to share with everyone. <laughs> the
1: composer from the White Lotus soundtrack. Yeah, so good. I mean I can mm-hmm. hear it in my head right now. Do 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 <laughs> do 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 do
0: so do Apologize for anyone who just had to hear me sing that. Um I have a question, though, because top genres, where are they coming up with these things, okay? So, like, I've seen so many
1: of them that just sound so, like, funny, and I'm like, this is, Uh. like, I thought genres, here we go, pop, rock, pop, rock, rap, hip-hop, pop, you know, pop-rap. Like, you know, like, those are, like, you know, jazz, I don't know. (laughs) Smooth jazz. Like, that's it, but now there's all these, like, crazy ones that I'm like, what? That's like you pick letters out of a Scrabble bag and like turn it yeah. into a So
0: the genre. first one, the first one is fine. Dance pop. That makes sense. Sure. Listen, yeah, that makes sense. I love, you know, your Lady Gaga, sh- like even, yeah. you yeah. know, it's dance pop. Okay, that would be, I do that would listen probably, to a lot of dance pop.
1: That would probably be Jack's uh, top, top one. As well. Oh, really?
0: Dance pop, pop. Dance pop, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Speaking of before I go to the other genres, did you watch, and I know we've talked about him before, Adam Ripons. Instagram when he he his fiance he's like looked at his fiance's rap and he was like and the fiance was like that can't be true and I was like it's based on he's like it's based on science like there's no you can't whatever it's, based it's like on fi- data science it's like Finnish pop or whatever he's like I don't even know you anymore but anyways
1: he, he just only listens to uh, submissions from Eurovision Finnish pop. exactly
0: okay That's so good. number two. Was country dawn? What the hell is country huh? dawn? Like D A W N D A W N.
1: Like, That's weird. Uh-huh. I have no idea. Like country song. Like country I song have, like, like country Spotify. Songs? Or maybe is it like the dawn of country? So like Dolly Parton, like the start of country. I don't. I don't know. Was I need them. Da- it was dawning on the music scene i have no i point. feel
0: like i need to be able to click on it and be and like you, spotify explain, explain to me what, what this is this, because i don't yeah, cause it's like if you, if
1: you click on it it should be able to tell you what it is and also create a playlist of that That's smart. genre i
0: i didn't click on it but H- i could try hire me,
1: spotify there you go yeah
0: hire you spotify <laughs> Okay, number three, Nashville that's, Sound, which that's called I the, guess... That's
1: called That's called the user, the UX user experience. Um, and as someone who does that for work, I can tell you what the what the user journey should be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Nashville Sound, I mean, I guess that's just country. Country, yeah. No. I, I don't know why they can't just call it country. I don't know. It has to be Nashville Sound. Yeah. Soundtrack, which I assume is because of the White Lotus <laughs> yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. And then Europop, which I don't really know... It must be ABBA. I can't think of any yeah. other Euro people I listen to. Must be. Um, but anyways, that's just... I, I wasn't trying to that's overtake good. us with the Spotify wrapped, but I just had to share it with everyone. It. And my top songs were all Olivia Rodrigo songs. <laughs> so, that's you good. know, that's where I'm at. I mean, clearly. considering
1: how little music I listened to this year compared to previous years, I'm sure if I did it, mine top would be like all just like Lil Nas X. Yeah. And, like, Lizzo. Um, Harry Styles probably would be in there. And that would be, like, my top.
0: I want to see my and 2020 drafts. And then
1: because Jack and I share an account, it would also have, like, some, like, uh, there's, like, a comedy duo that does songs um, called the Brett Domino Trio because it used to be a trio, but now it's just a duo. So then it'd be, like, the fourth category would be, like, comedy pop. Like,
0: yeah, kind of like, like the had... British
1: version of the Lonely Island. So.
0: Mm. It had, like your top podcast listening, because I don't... Our own podcast. I listen to my podcast on Apple, not on Spotify. Sorry, Spotify. But, so, like, we were on a trip, Tim and I, and we were using my phone, and he had me play some, like, podcasts he listens to. So it's like, your top podcast on Spotify is this. I was like, I don't even listen to this podcast. Yeah, like, like, I listened to
1: two episodes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was like, this was for him. But, anyways, I, I, yeah, I feel like I need, like, a running chart of, like, on your Spotify wrap, like, what artist has, like, remained on your wrapped, you know like because i feel like lizzo Overtime. was probably on mine for the past couple of years like if if anyone like stands the test of time who's your
1: most hey they have they have the data they could be like this is a third year oh, sure lizzo's in your top five artists yeah. they know it they just have to oh. think about what to you know display
0: yeah but yeah it's it's interesting i know we've all just accepted it's like whatever they're tracking the data let's make it fun anyways let's let's yeah and plus, it just calls you out for like, what emotional state were you in in the past year? <laughs> because
1: yeah, I mean, considering I work one? for, considering I work for like a f- company that part of our company is fitness tracking, so people will like contact our support and be like, you know, my track didn't complete tracking me, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, because <So laughs> you know, there was like
1: some error on their phone or whatever, and something happened, and I'm like, it's literally data of like where you have been. And I'm like, there are gazillions of companies that do that. So it's just funny. Because I mean, then, pe- then people are paranoid that, like, the government's out to track me. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, they could just, like, hack into your, like, Google Maps account. And, like, <laughs> where you've been, yeah. or, your you, you know, your Garmin Fit, where you've been tracking all of your runs. And they know exactly where you go.
0: <laughs> it kills me when people are like, well, they're putting a putting a tracker it's in you paranoid. with this vaccine. Yeah. And I'm like, if you think they don't already know how to find you, like, yeah. okay. with any... Okay.
1: Chad like, on Strava. I'm like, I saw your Strava run that you shared on Instagram yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, uh, are you using any sort of app that says, like, you're, like, exactly. ordering food? I could look at your Postmates app, yep. by the way, True. or your Uber Eats app yeah, Uber that Eats. you use every single day. Uh, I saw, I saw Should, they, should on they do, Facebook like,
1: an Uber Eats wrapped Like, here's all the places you ordered food from. Oh, no, I don't your want top, to know that. Your top, your top most ordered Donner kebabs, like.
0: Yeah, it'd be bad. <laughs> It's like that that joking like Zillow wrapped or whatever oh, yeah, that, that was I shared. So funny. That was it's like so who funny. has theirs. It's like you can't afford any of these houses. Stop, Stop looking at looking. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's making us sad. I'm like, yep, that's about right. Um, yeah, no, Uber Eats wrapped would be bad. It'd be like, here's how much money you spent. It couldn't you be, person. It would be
1: It would be Uber Eats unwrapped trademark. Right? Yeah, unwrapped because unwrapping
0: the food. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to know how much money I spent on uber eats and postmates in the past year um so funny yeah dad can never find out how much money i've spent because he'd be like why don't you just go pick up the food and i'm like uh, laziness <laughs> yeah. mostly yeah
1: we don't we don't but have obviously we're in a small village so we don't have uh delivery like apps like that anymore but we used to when we were in manchester we definitely did but now we just we do go and do pickup because it just takes like five minutes because like we well, can see the town from our apartment but
0: like i like to argue that in los it, angeles parking is part of the problem the
1: situation yeah for sure if we had if we were like in london i'm like we'd be uber easing all the time i'm sure
0: yeah i'm just i don't
1: know no, no hate no shade it's just uh we don't have even Plus, have them available now that it, to
0: us now that it's dark it's really hard to like leave the apartment <laughs> so go <gonna>
1: <laughs> i used to always joke about how like well once i'm home from work i don't want to leave again so i go to the gym after work but now i just never leave home so i just never leave
0: home <laughs> Um, We did have an Uber Eats person come on a bike, like a bicycle, not a motorcycle, not a motorbike, a bicycle.
1: Oh, yeah, that's very British. Mm -hmm. And I'm like,
0: okay, dude, like I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, that's how it would be here. When we went down to Canterbury, there was like um, Uber Eats and Just Eat and the other brands. Deliveroo, that's the other one. Um logo that sounds fun Yeah, guys on their bikes Yeah, their logo's like a little kangaroo So it's Roo, R-O-O. Mm, Um, Their stuff is turquoise Their outfits and stuff But yeah, just cycling all around
0: I'm trying to think if there's any other pop culture news That we need to discuss before we get into our main topics I don't think so
1: um, I feel like all the big stuff happened that one week in November
0: I know um, Oh, you should give a plug to your new To your, to your Instagram account if anyone wants to go follow, get some book recommendations. Yeah,
1: if anyone is a reader, um, can uh, hop on Bookstagram and follow me at Bex Goes Bookish. And that's it. There you go. There you go. I'll find me.
0: If you follow her, you're you're thinking she probably is reading about ten books every week, it seems like, I'm like it's a new book. I don't
1: <laughs> No, not that many. Maybe like two. One or two. That's another um, problem. I mean, I say I don't listen to music as much. I also don't listen to as many audiobooks anymore because I'm not driving anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to the same audiobook for, like, seemingly a long time because I can only listen to it in, like, 10 to 30-minute increments, like, if I'm cooking or something. So I don't yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Makes it hard. So I've switched back to... And whereas before this year, I was like, I haven't read, like, a book even on my Kindle in a very long time because I was, like, only doing audiobooks. Mm-hmm.
0: Well... So if anyone uh wants some book recommendations, especially if you like your fantasy, dark romancey type books. Yep. That's the current a, focus with a, a I think. S-
1: A splash of, you know, murder. Sure. <laughs> and true gotta crime have a splash of murder, every once in a while. Of course. Every once in a while. Of course. You got to do a little true crime thriller or something. Yeah.
0: Um all right, well let's get into it because we're in week 3 of the Christmas Movie Smackdown I was like,
1: I, I didn't want to go for it because I couldn't remember what we called it.
0: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I called it Showdown or Smackdown. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're the same. But this week, so we've talked about, so far, we've talked about, if you haven't listened, go back and listen. We've talked about Love Hard. We've talked about Father Christmas is Back, unfortunately. We've <laughs> talked about uh, Princess, Princess Switch 3. And then this week, we're going to talk about um, A Castle for Christmas. Yep. and single all the way single all the way i was like my brain froze i'm <laughs> like i can't think of either of these movies this and i think that'll wrap up our our, this christmas wrap movie. Up our
1: christmas content for this year
0: yeah i think there will be i mean maybe we'll briefly discuss it or something who knows but there's like this wild card of they're doing a sequel to a california christmas which i think last year came out too late for our christmas smackdown mm-hmm. um I think we both watched it, and so doing a sequel. But it's coming out too late. It couldn't get added to the showdown for some reason. I don't know why Netflix is releasing that one so late in the game, but um, but that's another one. I like the first one okay. I just watched it, so
1: I like the first one.
0: It was cute. Cute enough.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, so let's start with, I guess, we'll start with My Castle for Christmas, because we're going in chronological order of release on sure. Netflix.
1: Well, ironically, that's the one I only, the only one I have notes for. I did not to Well, ironically, that's for.
0: the one I don't have notes for, so <laughs> great. Because I watched it with Dad, and I felt like I couldn't take notes and watch it at the same time. Yeah. And then also he was asking questions, so yeah. it was like, there's too many things happening. Many I couldn't do happening.
1: it. So basically the setup is, um, you have, speaki- Yeah, speaking of Bookstagram, you have an author that would definitely be very popular on Bookstagram. Um, played by Brooke Shields, and I can't remember her character's actual name. It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't Brooke matter. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. She's an author. She's written, like, a dozen books or whatever. But then in her latest book, possibly because she's go- gone through a divorce in real life, she kills off the, like, male heartthrob character, mm-hmm. and, like, all oh, the fans are so mad. And Jack and I were watching this yesterday. We started watching it, and I'm like, what is it going to be that she's done in this book? And then it came out that she just killed the character. I was like, this is why everyone's mad? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, was, I was like, IRL bookstagram readers wouldn't. Um, one, they wouldn't be like protesting outside of an yeah. interview, I'm and like, then also, okay. I was like, also she like this at the start of the movie, she goes on like the Drew Barrymore show for an interview, and I'm, Drew just immediately jumps in with the spoilers, and I'm like, yo, that's like such a hard no in the like reader community. <laughs> You gotta, like, at least say, like, spoilers. Like, it's, spoilers. you know, most reviews are, like, spoiler-free reviews. Oh, yeah. Um, By the way, but spoilers like, of these movies. <laughs> was, yeah, true. Spoilers, on this you know, spoilers this of this is movie. Spoilers of this movie. This is the film community. We just know that it, there's gonna be spoilers. Yeah. Um, But I was, like, also as an author, it's her prerogative to write whatever the heck she wants. Um, But anyways, the whole setup is, like, because of this... Uh, And then she has, like, this family history in, like, Scotland or whatever. So she's like, I'm going to escape New York and go to Scotland. And then, you know, Christmas hijinks ensue. But um, I did think it was very meta that she's, like, a contemporary romance writer angle. Because, one, there's so many contemporary romance novels that are set around Christmas. You know, we joke about the, like, corny Christmas movies and all the tropes. Mm -hmm. But there's so many books that are that. It's the movie Mm. version, but, like, as a book. (laughs) Yeah. All the shops around here just right now, um, like, the charity shops and everything, in the book sections, they just have full shelves where it's just tons of, like, um, all the different kind of contemporary romance authors that, you know, each year they all drop a Christmas book. And it's basically the book version of a Courtney Christmas movie. So, I'm like, I was like, there's tons of them in real life. So, I was like, it's kind of funny that that's the angle.
0: Yeah. um, Can I ask a very serious question?
1: Yeah.
0: When have we decided that Christmas was romantic?
1: <laughs> I mean I was uh, thinking mistletoe? about that as I was
0: watching Single All the Way, which we'll talk about, but I'm I just like oh, since when is Christmas a romantic time of year? I don't find it very romantic. I find I mean it stressful. I don't think
1: I find it romantic, but I feel like movies have always found it romantic.
0: Yeah, I, always just, like I don't get it a romance
1: movie. I don't know, there's like mistletoe, get you get like duets being sung. I don't know, it's a very semi always a romantic uh,
0: I feel like those movies so. were set in a different time when it wasn't like commercialized Christmas, mm-hmm. where it's like all stress about like gifting and blah blah blah. Sure. And like, I just feel like I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to like sure. sour like, our social commentaries. <laughs> that's my social commentary. Since when is Christmas romantic? <laughs> um and also brooke shields is living my dream in this movie by the way oh, yeah. she's a successful I mean, uh, author and she goes
1: to scotland <laughs> yeah she just you know we all love a movie where people just hop on a plane and they're like i'm gonna move to another country for a bit as if it's easy and they're just gonna do it so you know then half the way most of the time you're this movie i'm like i wonder what these like okay so she's gonna buy a castle But, like, what visa, is she going to do, like, is the castle going to be a business? Is she going to be a rich person business investor? Or is it because she's an author and she's rich, so she, quote, like, can be, you know, talent? (laughs) She's a, you know, talented person, so then she can enter the country. But, uh, and then also I was like, or, you know, if she eventually marries a Scottish man, then she can get a a spouse visa? I'm like, what's the angle here? I was like, because, but then in reality, she's rich, so it doesn't matter. Well, I was
0: thinking, like... I feel like in certain countries, if you buy, like, a certain amount of real estate, you can, like, be on a path to get, like, citizenship mm. in those countries. I don't know what Scotland's rule is. All I know is that I want to live in Scotland. I don't even have to live in, sure. live in a castle. Sure. I would live in that little town. That'd be fine.
1: Yeah. Scotland does not, I don't think, because it follows the rest of, uh, like, UK rules, doesn't have that. Oh. But there is, like, a business investor visa. Mm. So I was like, well, they're running the castle as a corporation, to try and, like, you know, they do tours and stuff. So that yeah. could technically be a business investment. It's usually, like, a million pounds or something like that. I was like, I'm sure she paid more than that. So, <laughs> probably you know, if she wanted to if she wanted to stay for more than six months at a time, then yeah. she'd need to look into that.
0: But, uh... <laughs> well, she probably still has her place in New York or wherever, so she'd yeah, probably go, like, exactly. stay there for, like, a month With and the then time. go back With or whatever. It's fine.
1: But, yeah, as you said, she just moves... You know, she goes to Scotland, which it's kind of at the time of the movie, you know, just most Christmas movies happen kind of in the week before Christmas, but then I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, wait, it's, like, September? Like,
0: Yeah, but I kind of like. it I feel like there was, like, these people fell in love in, like, a week. I'm like, that's unrealistic, yeah. but they end up, you know, knowing each other for, like, 90 days or whatever, which is still kind of unrealistic, but at least more realistic than for a sure. week.
1: Because <laughs> there's, like, so the whole thing is she goes to Scotland, she... Lands at Edinburgh Airport and somehow takes a cab all the way to the Scottish Highlands. Yeah. <laughs> you know that cab will have cost like a thousand dollars. Like
0: She's rich. It doesn't matter. And also yeah, I love how. It doesn't how matter. Money is irrelevant. Taxi, <laughs> I love how the taxi driver, um, I think it's just a funny because like you can't, certain Scottish people you like legitimately cannot understand what they're saying. And I feel like that was that guy. And that was a commentary on yeah. how.
1: Oh Yeah. It was, funny. Like, it was funny. do they
0: speak English? So, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: so even we were watching this beginning bit, and Jack, like, laughed at the, like, language bit, because Jack was like, he wouldn't be talking like that. But then, you know, then they just shoot to, she's looking at the cab, and it's all this beautiful scenery, and even Jack is like, oh my god, it's so gorgeous, like, we gotta, do we have time to go to Scotland next year? He's like, it's I just know. annoying, because it's so difficult to get to there, Um, you know, outside of Glasgow and Edinburgh, to get, like, actually into the Highlands, it's just a pain. I know, I want to go like, to the yeah, Highlands. It's on the list. It's on the list. Um, so they arrive at the little village that she was going to. And she, like, checks into the hotel. But the whole thing is that she has this, like, family connection because her father, like, lived on the land of the castle because her grandfather was one of the groundskeepers. Yeah. Um, not a caretaker because we actually just went, we went to a Harry Potter-themed improv show last week.
0: Mm. Uh, and there was a
1: joke where it's like, yeah, um. They were in the graveyard scene from where, uh, from the fourth one, Goblet of Fire, and it was like, oh, he's killed the caretaker, and he's like, that's not the caretaker. That's the groundskeeper. He works outside. <laughs> the caretaker works inside. So then another one from the improv troop comes in. He's like, I'm the caretaker. I just came from indoors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now we know. Now we know there's For a difference. The- Who knew? But yeah so then she has it you know in her mind that she's gonna you know go and see the castle that her family has like you know workers yeah. ties to
0: but then she befriends all these people in the town this is like my yeah, dream yeah. i just want to move ideal. to a small scottish it's, town
1: yeah it's so ideal it's like a nidian I mean, group
0: who from what recognizes I hold, her and they were like we love that you killed off the character so like she's <laughs> oh, like yeah. found her people she's like
1: i love I it i forgot about that i forgot about that where i was like yes that's the correct reaction she was like, "Oh, you should have killed him off in book one." Yeah, <laughs> hated that tosser. Like,
0: um, sorry, what you were you gonna say?
1: From what I don't I've know, told... I'm just like, so she goes to the castle, um, and they're like giving tours or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how deep yeah, into think... the plot we want to get.
0: No, no. I think well, she ends up going to the castle. She meets the like who th- she thinks is the groundskeeper or caretaker mm. of the thing, and he like tries to give her a tour and. They kind of, like, get off on the wrong foot, like. Yeah. Because she finds this, like, thing that her dad had, like, tried to etch in one of the doors, but he got caught. And anyways, so then she hears from her new knitting group friends that the castle's for sale. She's like, I'm going to buy it because I'm rich. (laughs) But then she finds out that the care that Carrie Elway's um, character is actually not the groundskeeper, caretaker, whatever. He's actually a duke. He owns the castle, and yeah. he's been trying to save it by doing, like, tours and whatever. and
1: Yeah, monetizing it. Which is actually, like, a real thing, because the UK has so many these huge stately homes and, like, former castles, and most of them, honestly, are no longer owned by the families who, like, own them. I mean, that is the one joke from uh, Father Christmas is Back that I appreciated, where the one character from Love Actually was like... Yeah, it was, you know, 10 quid when my family bought it in, like, 1250 yeah. like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's because those homes, like, after the wars and stuff, families couldn't afford it anymore. Um, so then the National Trust was created. There's an England one and a Scotland one. And they bought a lot of the properties. And they run and maintain them. Mm-hmm. And even some of them, you know, run by those charity groups. There's also English Heritage as well. Um aren't even open for tours because the houses themselves are in such disrepair, but it's just like, you can go and walk around the lands and stuff like that. So yeah, we're lucky that we have ones near us that are um, really well maintained. But a lot of the homes, if there are ones that are individually owned, it's like, how do they make money to like yeah. pay to maintain these homes? So there's one near us called Nebworth House. Um, and it's privately run still by whomever owns it. But I mean, they are just constantly doing events and like tours and yeah. tickets and um, huge concerts and outdoor stuff because they have to, you know, make money to give to yeah. it up. It's very expensive. Um, so that was very realistic that they would be doing tours. I mean, we went on Dad a tour. Dad like asked Sam- me some
0: question about like these estate homes. Like, and I was like, why do you think I would know the answer to that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like,
1: I'm the wrong daughter to ask. Yeah, this I'm question.
0: like, ask your other daughter. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> That'd be like him asking me about like, oh, do you think, like, such and such in L.A.? I'd be like, what?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. I'm like, I'm actually not um, up to date on the rules of the estate homes in England, (laughs) I have to say.
1: But, yeah. I mean, we did go, we went on a tour of Sandringham Palace um, or whatever house. And, yeah, you just go on a little tour of, like, a section of it. And that's where the royal family goes, you know, for the holidays and stuff. Then they close it. And then Mm. when the royal family's not there, they reopen it. And that's how they make money is they do tours. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, Brooke Shields is like, I'm gonna buy the castle. And Carrie always is like, no. But then he he hatches a plan. Mm. He thinks he he's going Yeah, he, he goes to her and says you know, you can buy the castle, but you have to give me like a non-refundable deposit. You have to come move in for like 90 days before the close of escrow, which of course is on Christmas or whatever. <laughs> and, um, or Christmas Eve. And he's like, you have to come learn what it takes to take care of this whole thing. And You have to come live in it and whatever. So he thinks... Which,
1: again, logistically, isn't really a bad idea because... No. I mean, you and I, speaking of Zillow, we could go on UK version of Zillow and, like, buy a Scottish castle probably, like, today and afford it. And we'd have no idea how to afford it. And it's, like, these old houses. They have 25 rooms and they're all disconnected.
0: (laughs) What I just think is funny because, yeah, I agree. It probably wasn't a bad idea. But then I feel like during the rest of the movie, they don't really show him, like...
1: Teaching, her, to teaching do anything. her anything. True.
0: Like I'm like, wasn't the whole point of this is like you were supposed to be showing her how to do stuff, but
1: that's a good point. They should have had some sort of montage of yeah, like, they
0: needed a montage her, of her like
1: like doing whatever, doing the paperwork or like running the. I assume since he talks about having farmland and stuff, so probably yeah. a house like this would have stables mm-hmm. and animals and like doing things with cows and sheep. I bet there's a ton of sheep on that Scottish farm, like.
0: Yeah, because I feel like, so his whole thing was he's going to bring her to the house, put her in, like, the worst room, make it so hard, and be like, she can't run this house, and just, yeah. you know, scare then she'd want to walk, yeah, scare her away, she'd want to walk away. So I felt that the thing for me that was missing as part of this movie was him trying to scare her away. All he did was mm-hmm. put her in the worst room, which yep. that problem was solved almost immediately. And then... He's like,
1: cool, I'll put on some more sweaters. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like her knitting friends came and like fixed it all up and fixed the fireplace yeah. and whatever it was fine. But like there wasn't enough of him being like her having to try to fix things in the castle like or That's a good point. That's seeing a good point. the lands.
1: Yeah, I didn't really think of that at the time, but that is a good point because it's like you're gonna have like an enemies to lovers, you mm-hmm. know, tropey situation. You need to have more enemies. Like you need to have more scenes of them being enemies or yeah. him trying to you know convince her away that it's like it's too hard i'm gonna make you do all the terrible things
0: because you need like the scene like i'm thinking of like california christmas since i just watched this movie because he mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing as a ranch ham but then like over time he gets the calluses on his hands he's hooks at it at first but then like <laughs> over time he gets good at it you know so i feel like they needed yeah. that where like brooke shields didn't know how to do some of the things and then she like figures out her own way to do it or whatever or mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. does it in a better way Like they had the one scene where she gave the tour or whatever and everyone ended up buying merch and like is that her one skill? Her one task.
1: Her one task. More. I mean they even had a bit where the lights went out and it wasn't even a thing where it's like, okay, try and figure out how to get the power back. No. Carrie Ellis' character just did it. She did not participate. She just sat in the dark and like talked to her terrible literary agent on the phone who was the most annoying character and I hated her so much.
0: yeah she was pretty annoying. Um so anyways, yeah, the, I mean, it it kind of plays out as you you think it would. Mm-hmm. um, you know, they spend all the time together. They have these moments yep. um, and then they hook up and then for sure like... the,
1: the scene before, right before they hook up, she's like wearing this like black and tartan dress that she found in the attic or whatever. yeah, she goes down to it because oh, because the dog steals one of her shoes. So she's yeah. chasing the dog through the house. She ends up outside his room where the dog's bed is. And, you know, he opens and he's like, you can't wear that. And then they like, and she, then it just immediately goes yeah. to them kissing. Yeah. And I'm like, but why can't she wear it though? Yeah. Like, it was like, no, an that was confusing. Thing. I was like, I feel like there was a line there that got cut or something because then they immediately change. And I forget exactly what she says back. And it's like, then they immediately go and start kissing and so I was like lol I honestly thought he was going to say you can't wear that you can't wear white shoes with a black dress <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that part was really weird I agree I noted that as well because he was like you can't wear that and she's like are you going to be mad at me about the dress and he's like no it's not that I'm just mad at myself or whatever for yeah and I was like but this, it was like, this it ban- make sense. weird banter
1: does not make sense at all in any way no. shape or form so there must have been something else there that they edited out Yeah, it 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 really made no sense to me, and I was like, still, they were kissing, they're kissing and whatever, and I was like, but wait, but why can't she wear it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like what? I was Um, confused. So, anyways, they hook up, and then they're all like lovey-dovey faces, and then it's nearing the end of their deal. So she's like, hey, like, why don't you stay? Like, because she wants him to stay, even though she's gonna buy the castle, and he's all like how dare you, like, insinuate that I could stay in my own home. Like, well, you did sell it to her, so, I mean. Yeah, you
1: sold it to her, and also you didn't even let her finish. She could have been like, we could co-own it and, like, keep it running. Like, I'll sell you back half of it. Like, you didn't let her finish, man. That made me annoyed. Yeah. But, you know, they have to have a fight. Like, there has to be a fight.
0: So she's like, forget it. Like, I'm out. Like, I don't even want to be here anymore because of you, dummy. Um... So she goes back and then she has like a tearful goodbye with her knitting group and I was like crying yeah. because the one guy who hadn't talked after his husband had passed away yeah. mm-hmm. said something. I was like, oh my god. So emotional. Also, I really love the sweater that they knitted for her. It was super cute and I wanted yeah, one for very, myself. It was very
1: <laughs> cute. We were also laughing at the scene where she gives all of them um dresses to wear to the Christmas party from Saks Fifth Avenue, and then the guy in the knitting group gets like a you know, a fun, a very fun, cute sweater, but yeah. then we were just laughing. Jack was, like, even Jack and I were cracking up because we are like, ooh, ball gowns for you and you get a sweater. <laughs> sweater. Yeah, you get a sweater. <laughs> Not even, a... like, a tux or anything. It's just no. ball gowns for everyone and you get a Christmas sweater.
0: <laughs> a Christmas sweater. Um, So, yeah, she, you know, is gonna leave, but then she can't because there's some issue with the taxi. So she's there and they're all, oh, well, there's this whole storyline where the castle used to have like a Christmas party or Christmas Eve party every year for all the town that everyone used to come. She's like, We should bring that back So they bring it back and so everyone goes to it, but she's like at the town inn or whatever. Um and then Carrie always shows up with his little kilt. Yeah. And on a That's horse. A good look. Yeah. I like a man in a kilt. I wouldn't turn That's it good. down.
1: <laughs> I like the look of like a kilt with like the um yeah. suit half on you know, the accompanying suit half on the top.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think honestly, if I had, if Tim and I had not been married and I was still like single or whatever, I would come to you. I'd be like, I'm going to Scotland, I'm to no, over there I'm and the see hunt. if I can meet a Scottish man. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, on, I'm the on the hunt. hunt. <laughs> on. I would have done that earlier. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have waited until now. I would have done it like earlier in life if Tim wasn't around. I'd be like, well, I'm going to Scotland now for
1: sure. Cause
0: I love it there. I just love it in Scotland. But so he shows up and apologizes and it's like, I'm in love with you. Blah blah. blah and, so then they, they go to the ball, and they everyone rejoices, rejoices mm-hmm. and they live happily ever after. Yeah, new bestseller yep. under her Scottish name. she just
1: changes tack. New bestseller. And then, um, you know, the other thing that happens in the movie, because it's like oh, a very disjointed totally bit forgot. in the movie. But totally because forgot. at the start, before she buys the castle and moves into the cold attic room in the castle, um, she's staying at the castle inn in town. And so then we get this one random scene that serves no purpose except for tying this movie to the (laughs) Netflix Christmas cinematic movie universe of the two assistants from the Princess Switch, which we just watched. They come in and immediately you recognize the guy. Yeah. But then the woman, she's like not at the front desk. Like she's turned the other way. um, And they check he's like we need a room for the night and then the woman from the knitting group is like oh the only room we have left is like the you know christmas romance package or whatever again yeah. when you're like when is christmas when has christmas been romantic yeah and the woman who was the uh, assistant from princess Wish, she turns around and she's like that'll be fine <laughs> like yeah or whatever and, like, and so then you're... the name she gives i can't remember yeah but it's like it's a name oh, i man.
0: looked it up yeah. um but one, yeah, they're connecting the universes, which is saying that England exists in this fake world with all these yep. other fake kingdoms, yep. and two, that they're confirming that these two are in some sort of relationship, relationship. which,
1: which I know like it it's, like, like, it's like, been like a wink winked, like side storyline, yeah. unacknowledged in the three like, Princess Switch are movies, but we doing we Netflix. all knew it, we all knew it. So, yeah, that was a very exciting little And then they literally. We like, ah! Well, because it's like they came in. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if they'll ever mention or show them again. Nope, not at all. It was literally just that one scene. Uh-huh. They came in, they checked in. The scene cut away yeah, why to why whatever they come the, to the next party, though? I know. Like, nothing. Like, they, nothing. They weren't there. They were never yeah. to be seen again. <laughs> nope,
0: nope, nope. Um, but cool. that that was exciting. They, they got to throw in those little cameos.
1: <laughs> I mean, how'd they get away? Apparently, the whole, you know. They do everything. And the whole political system and economy of um, Mulgravia is about Christmas. So how did they get away during Christmas? That's a
0: fairly fair point. Because I feel like they were very busy during Christmas because they had to find a stolen star thingy and they're all doing a heist. They had no time to get away. All of
1: of those mainland Europe countries, like their whole, I'm telling you, because in Christmas Prince, it was all about gotta sign this treaty before midnight on Christmas. Yeah. yeah, Their whole political and governance systems hang in the balance. Christmas is very important you can't be going to the it, political like, system. Like they, they must like you can't take PTO days during that if it's no. that important. They have those are blackout days. <laughs> yeah,
0: like how far away? I mean, could they get away for like how far away is fake country
1: from like Scotland? From Scotland, you know? <laughs> true. How are they <laughs> getting know. there? Yeah, in Lifetime movies, they tell us, well, you can't drive back to Denver tonight. It's 90 yeah. miles away. It's
0: 90 miles. <laughs> that's so far. I'm <laughs> like, is it though? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that's a castle for Christmas, basically. So, you know, live happily ever after. Yeah. She gets to live in a Scottish castle. And they had a really weird scene at the end that were like bloopers, but like also like oh, a yeah, scene that was, bear- that was so weird. I hated that's- it.
1: I was very confused by that, because I was like, is this bloopers on purpose, or, like, actual bloopers, or, like, they're trying to do fake bloopers just for this movie? I was very confused.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. it Sorry, Drew Barrymore. Hated it, and Brookshield hated that part. Um, liked karaoke's Always in his Scottish accent. I wasn't complaining. Yeah, I thought it was
1: pretty good. I feel like the trailer made it Yeah, what seem did like Jack it...
0: say? Did he say it was good? Like, we were trying to be like, it sounds good, but I don't I know. He didn't
1: really say anything, but I feel like we had watched the trailer, like, two days before. And I was like, oh, no, these fake Scottish accents are going to be, like, really bad. And I was like, why didn't they just find, like, an actual Scottish actor? Because I feel like in the trailer, I don't know, it does not do him any justice in the trailer. But in the actual film, I thought it was okay um, that his faux Scottish accent was fine. Um. I mean, it makes sense because he's supposed to be, like this posh duke who like
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I, we were more joking about like why would he go to oxford and then cambridge it's yeah. like against the rules you don't do your undergrad at one and masters at the other also why wouldn't he have just gone to st andrews
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i feel like only you two would make those comments like no one else is commenting on that But it's
1: like it's like you know i have one friend who went to texas for undergrad right and then she went to you know law school at oklahoma and all of us were like ah, no, you can't do that, like, it's as a joke. But it's mm. like, come on, rivalry. But it's just funny. I was like, you just stay at Oxford the whole time.
0: Well, that's that movie. So yeah. I guess, I like, I feel like at the end we should, instead of, like, Matt, I think like we should just, like, rank them at the end or something, you sure. know, like, maybe yeah. it's not, like, but, yeah, I thought, I thought it was cute. I
1: thought it was a cute, cozy, like, a cute, cozy Christmas movie. You know, it hit all the marks. It hit all the marks. Yeah. Except I do agree with you that they should have been more of a montage emphasis on, like, him making her do, like, hard stuff around the castle yeah. and grounds. So that I just
0: feel like that minor. was, like, the only part I didn't understand that they didn't do. Because I thought it was a good idea. like, great. She yeah. does need to learn how to run this castle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about, to me, I feel like was the, pe- the uh, the one I was most excited about mm-hmm. yeah. watching this year. Which is Single All The Way. Featuring, uh... Yuri. I can't think of his first name. Matthew Yuri? Is it? Michael. Michael. I was like, I know it's an M. Yeah,
1: Michael Um, Yuri, uh, who played Mark in Ugly Betty, which is like a, you know, classic and very important Uh, pop culture television role. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I really like Michael Yuri. I feel like we were both like, ooh, he's gonna be in a Christmas movie? This will (laughs) be cute.
0: I know. (laughs) So this one is, well, I actually do have notes on this one, so let me open my notes thing. Um, Tim and I watched it, and let's see. Okay, yeah, I pretty much, like, as we started, was just imagining it was Mark from, Mark St. James from, from Ugly Betty. <laughs> Ugly Betty, yeah. Because he was, similar. Like, they open up and he's, like, working on some f- fashion shoot. photo yeah. shoot set or whatever, and you're not quite clear what his job is at that point, and you're like, so it's See, Mark, he, basically? Yeah, he's, wor-
1: he's working on a fashion photo shoot, also with the, like assistant to the editor-in-chief oh. from scarlet magazine yeah. I so Andrew it could have been type. <laughs> yeah i was like yeah the bold type i was like it could have been a scarlet mm-hmm. um uh what's the magazine from ugly betty
0: <sighs> oh um uh, god i can't think of it now i literally just watched ugly
1: betty earlier this year too
0: i can't remember Hello. i don't know <laughs> um i can't think of it Someone's screaming at us right now who's an (laughs) Ugly Betty fan. Someone who's a better Ugly Betty fan than us.
1: Mode, that's it, that's it. Mode, Mode Magazine. Because I was like, there's a spinoff where then Wilhelmina makes her own magazine that's Wilhelmina. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Mark St. James, Mode Magazine, a Mead publication. So yeah, it's a Mode-Scarlet, you know, collab.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, we were joking in Love Hard that she was living in West Hollywood. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, so he loves, I mean, he lives in West Hollywood. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, obviously. <laughs>
0: this is, well, and also, okay, so we made a, Tim and I made a comment that this was, like, a very more accurate representation of L.A. living than, say, Love Hard was, because he seems like he has a pretty good job, but mm-hmm. he's still living in, like, a shitty L.A. apartment. I mean, his, yeah. it wasn't that bad, but the exterior, the interior was fine, but, like, an L.A. apartment with a roommate. Yeah, he's probably making like a pretty good living, you know, and it's like, nope, this is that's that's the way it is in L.A., you know? Yeah. So I have a like, I feel like I'm not the right person to ask this question, but I'm asked this question. Is there like a new gay stereotype about having like a lot of plants in your apartment? Because I feel like that has become like a new thing. I I feel like anytime they're like depicting like a gay character, it's like, look at all the plants he has.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is, like, being a plant owner supposed to show that you have your shit together or something that you can keep? Look at these hundred plants I can keep alive in my tiny apartment.
0: I don't know. But, I mean, they've tied into his character, so it's fine. But I was just, like, at first I was, like, I feel like they're just creating, like, this new stereotype that, like, gay men just are obsessed with plants. I mean, maybe they are. (laughs) I don't know. But.
1: It's, like, the, you know how there's, like, it's, like, the tropes of, like, you know, the different types of gay. He's a gardener gay.
0: (laughs) He's a gardener gay? Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so basically the plot is he, Mark St. James, I'm going to call him, Michael Urie's yeah. character, is living in LA, he has some job, whatever, doesn't matter, social media, something, like,
1: you know, yeah. whatever B- social media uh, He has media a big marketing job.
0: That's- yeah, big marketing social media job. Yep. So he, you know, he, his family's from, like, New Hampshire or something, so he's getting ready to go home for Christmas, and he's dating this guy who he invites home for Christmas. He's all excited because he's like, yes, I can finally... Bring someone home for Christmas. So I'm always a single one. My family always wants me to find someone. He's excited. And then he has a best friend that he lives with, his roommate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is, like, a kid's book writer, but is also doing, like, TaskRabbit jobs. Yeah. I feel which, like is TaskRabbit... A,
1: which is also a commentary on the uh, gig economy. It's, yeah, exactly. Both these movies, man, filled with social commentaries. <laughs>
0: I feel like TaskRabbit must have chipped Sponsored in for part of this movie, because they mentioned yeah. TaskRabbit about a billion times. A lot. In the... A lot. They had him doing it, like, all the time. But, anyway, so, he's all excited about going home for Christmas, but then his roommate, who's on a task grab a job, sees the guy that he's dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's the guy from Schitt's Creek, by the way, who was dating David and Stevie at the same time.
1: Was it really? I just did not yeah. recognize him because of the long hair.
0: I know, the hair was bad he yeah. looked better and Tim's like are you sure it's the same guy because the guy from Schitt's Whoa. Creek seems a lot hunkier than this, this guy sure. I, was
1: like, I was like wow man, he, had like yeah, he had I like a
0: lumberjack yeah like a lumberjack looking thing I believe
1: you but I need to like look it up again because wow
0: <laughs> so anyways the 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 roommate best friend sees the guy he's like hanging up Christmas lights at someone's house and then talking to a lady and then she's like oh my husband's home and he pulls up and it's the guy that Michael Urie's character is dating so he's like yep course he tells him he's like you're and cut to a scene he's like you're married like you whatever you know like go back to your wife so he's like oh i was supposed to go home for christmas with someone now i have no one and then he invites his uh best friend what's his name i forget what the best friend's name is i feel like I'm referring nick he invites nick he's like come home you come home with me and then i was I was excited because I feel like they were going to do the fake boyfriend plot, but they, like, immediately abandoned the fake boyfriend yeah. plot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of funny because it's like, oh, it's like fake boyfriend, fake dating, what a classic trope, you know, and they'll definitely do this for, you know, a Christmas movie classic, and then they, like, pull a bait and switch on you.
0: Like, yeah, they're like, never mind. But, yeah, when, when he started to, when Michael, or, uh, I'm just going to call him Mark St. James' character, yeah. <laughs> was dating the cardiologist, immediately you're like, he's cheating. I mean, he's a man. Of course he's cheating. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't expect the wife twist, but yeah. it happened. Um, but anyways, oh, they did mention how Nick was going to take a solo holiday staycation. And Michael Yuri's character was like, you don't want to do that. I was like, he might want to do that. It's pretty fun. <laughs> like, I wouldn't turn out a solo So
1: Well, but they have, you know, there's always so much info dumping at the start of these movies because, as we've said before... There always has to be at least one character that seemingly has no family.
0: Yes, no and family. And that's why
1: they have to go somewhere else for Christmas. So they have to explain away the reason in the first ten minutes as to why this second character has yes. nowhere to go for the holidays. I mean
0: they did that. They were
1: like, Yeah, they did.
0: Your mom's dead. So don't <laughs> be sad on Christmas alone. It's like, yep. okay. Um so anyways, they all go he's like, yeah, alright, I'll come. And then they're hatching a plan to act like they finally got together after all these years and whatever. And they immediately, it like, immediately gets abandoned cause they show up and we're meeting like the family and the parents, by the way, I love, love both of the people that are Kathy and Jimmy oh, yeah. and um, Barry Bostwick as a parents. Great. Great. Yeah. Um, and then she immediately is like, Oh my gosh, I met, I met a, um, my spit instructor. Like, I want to set you up with him on a blind date. <laughs> and then so like, they all push him to go on the blind date. And he's like, you're supposed to be my fake boyfriend. And yeah.
1: like, Nick, Nick, the roommate, is like, wow, that sounds great. You should do it. <laughs> he's like,
0: well, now we can't act like fake boyfriends because obviously you're just pushing me to go on a blind date. Um, <laughs> and then I love how uh, the dad character is just getting Nick to do all these like tasks around the house. Yeah. The house. yeah. <laughs> okay, The be- one of the best lines in this movie, right? So, like, he's helping with the plumbing thing. And he's like, how did you learn how to do all these things? And Nick's like, mostly HGTV and YouTube videos. He's like, what's HGTV? Is that some sort of, like, homosexual, like, gay TV or something? He's like, no. Or, he's like, yeah, kind of. But then he's like, it's not a, he's like, I'll have to look that up. And he's like, it's not like a porn thing, is it? He's like, kind of. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like for 30 and 40 year olds who want to, like, have their own house, you know, it is. It kind of like is. Porn. Yep. So that was good. Um, I was really laughing at the so. Anyways, we get to meet the family. One of his sisters is um from Schitt's Creek also, which I just love. Yeah, is Jocelyn from Schitt's Creek. I thought she was really funny. Yeah. Um, I love the part where so like he goes on this blind date with the spin instructor guy. Spin instructor guys, super cute. You know. Yeah. I mean, as you're gonna be. Like, he's
1: great.
0: <laughs> he's great. There's a, there's no issues with him. But then like the family's doing this like annual gift wrapping thing, and she's. <laughs> And then she's like, you know why we're still doing this? Because we did it when we were like 10 and we're still doing it and it makes no sense. And I was like, that is what to me is insane sometimes about
1: holiday traditions. It's like Christmas holiday commentary. Yeah. I'm like,
0: I agree. And then I was thinking like, how much wine do you think is consumed over the holidays versus like other times of year? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Because they were like, we need wine. (laughs) (laughs) And they were at the store like buying so much wine. Um, but anyways, I, I didn't. I kind of stopped taking notes at a certain point. But the plot plays out as follows: basically, he goes on a couple dates with this this guy. He's clearly, I mean, it's clear that he's more obsessed with Nick because all he does yeah. on these dates is talk about Nick. Yep. And then all the kids are like trying to push Nick to admit that he has feelings for Mark St. James or <laughs> Michael Yuri's yeah. character. Yep. So it's kind of like just a little plot to like get them together, and yeah. then you throw in Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> As it was just brilliant. Aunt. It was
1: just brilliant. So instead of, like, in Castle for Christmas, it was, you know, supposed to be enemies to lovers, this is the friends to lovers trope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which you don't get as often, because, like, when you're already friends, it's, like, seemingly low stakes. But the stakes are always like, but what if it doesn't work out? Yeah,
0: true. But I just love it, because the dad was really yeah. trying to push Nick. I love how the the mom was, like, trying to push for the guy she set up on a blind date, and yeah. then the... Dad and all the rest of the family was, like, trying to push for Nick. And I love the part where, like, he goes on some other date with the trainer guy and they're at the bar that the sister owns. And they call and they're like, is he on the date with – are they on date? And she's like, yeah, it's not good. He's super hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, bumps into him. And she's like, she's oh, like, that's God, so like it? him. Uh. I, I could have solved climate change if not for him. And now we have climate change. She had some great lines. It was really funny, um, but yeah. So Jennifer Coolidge's character is there. She's like the aunt. She's like a yeah, former. There's like a whole
1: side actress. plot with with her as the aunt and like putting on like a Christmas pageant show. Yeah. It's like a whole side plot. It's good. the
0: best. They had a very meta moment because they they have her like she comes in the pageant. says the pageant is is like a disaster or something, and then they they decide that if. The two main characters come and help with the play. They'll have to spend all this time together, and yep. they'll realize that they are in love with each other. So the sister, Jocelyn from Pittsburgh, goes to Jennifer Coolidge. She's like, "What if they come help you?" And she's like, "They want to come." She's like, "The gays are obsessed with me, and I love it." Or, or it's like, <laughs> "And I like it for some reason. I like it." <laughs> and like that's a very meta because so I feel like she is like kind of an icon in that. Again, yeah. I don't want to speak for them because like I'm not part of the community, but. I just feel like, based on what I see on TikTok and Instagram, it seems to be true. <laughs> or at least they love to do impressions of her. I don't okay. know. But, um, so she had some great lines, and her play was called Jesus, Jesus H. Christ, which made me laugh a lot for some reason. She was just funny. She was, she, she understood the assignment as she yeah, always does. As good. she does. Um, but yeah, so and. They have this pageant, and then Nick decides he's going to tell Mark's character. I don't know what his name is. For some reason, like, Peter. He tells Peter that he's in love with him, and Peter's, like, all scared. Yeah. He's like, no. What if it doesn't work out?
1: He's like, I run away. Yeah. What if it doesn't work out? That's the the drama.
0: Yeah. And then the guy that he's, you know, gone on a couple dates with is like, you're clearly obsessed with Nick. Like, I like you, but... Like, you should be with him, so, you know. So he goes and runs after him, but then Nick took a task rabbit job, and he, oh, and there's this little subplot where he wants to move back home. I think that's...
1: Yeah, he wants to move back home, and since he's really into plants, he, like, opened, like, a, you know, gardening center, you know, garden center-type plant store, and it's like, ooh, then Nick accepts a task rabbit to do painting at a store that the guy's selling the store, like, he's retiring and selling the store, I'm like, he's gonna get it, and it's gonna be... That's Nick's plant store. I'm like, ooh, they tied all the threads together, yeah. you know, yeah. very well.
0: And they then, of did. course,
1: and then Peter's like, oh, no, he's not, he-, like, he goes, runs home. He's not there. He's like, oh, no, I have to try and chase after him, get to the airport. He's driving through town. I'm like, well, I'm assuming he'll see his car because it's a one-street town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did see it. You're right. He did
1: see it. Since they made a joke about the town only having 39 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so luckily I mean, he, he did see
0: it. He's like, why didn't you respond to me? He's like, I did. And he checks his phone and he's like, oh. why didn't you He gone. just texted, like, you text you just me, texted eight me eight minutes, eight minutes ago. <laughs> like,
1: Which I will yeah. say, when he, he said the text off and when Jack and I were watching it, I was like, why wouldn't he just call him? But then they do see him, they show him trying to call. I was like, I realize mm-hmm. us millennials, we don't like to call, we but don't. in certain situations, just make the call. Make yeah. the call. Um, make but they the did call. show him trying to call when he got into yeah. the car. So I was like, okay, okay. They covered the base. They they,
0: they did. Um, so then they, you know, have their, their, you know, I love you too. And they kiss and yeah, they're yep. together. And Then also Nick writes his second book, which he's had writer's block on that he, we were joking because the kids like gave him the idea. He's like, and then I'm writing this down and you will not get me <laughs> any from this. And this idea is mine now. <laughs> this is mine. You can't prove otherwise.
1: Yeah. He like gives the two like little boys the draft copy and like a composition notebook but the whole time in that scene jack and i were just joking of like they had like the two sisters husbands sitting all the way in the back yeah just like fuzzy out of frame so then we were just joking about we're like oh yeah those guys the husband cares oh yeah who cares about about them (laughs) <laughs> when they're like hey guys like do we have any presents <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> i do like the one part where they were talking about how we need to get them to spend more time together and i think this is when i was thinking like why did we make christmas romantic because like, we need them peter and Nick spend more time together and the one husband did say because i mean it was like they live together and they're roommates like they spend quite a bit of time together <laughs> and he said something to that effect i was like thank you husband guy who i don't yeah. know but you said something useful <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause then they were like, It's in a different setting for Christmas. It's romantic. I was like, Since when? But okay. Yeah, but is it? <laughs> but is it? Um, oh yeah. It was just
1: funny, like, Oh yeah, there's husbands in the back. Oh okay. yeah.
0: Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> um I feel like Jocelyn's character just stole the show, so it didn't even matter, you know? True, true. Um, but yeah, that's single all the way, so I think now is the time, drum roll, for us to rank our top Christmas movies.
1: True. Of the five that we watched. Well, yes, yeah, i so the five that we watched. I'd say if we go in reverse order, so number five.
0: <sighs> Father easily, Christmas is back. Easily, like, Father so Christmas down, is back. But, like, it shouldn't even be on the list. It's so it bad. We needs to go
1: back to where it came from and, yeah. like, back into pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Okay, then number four. Ooh. Probably. This is tough. It's tricky. It's tough. It's tough. Probably, for me, would be... Love Hard, I think.
0: Mm, mm. I feel like mine would either be Love Hard or Princess Switch. You,
1: you have to pick one.
0: Mm, I know, it's tough. Um, the reason I think for I'm probably... me, I,
1: I think I'd Love Hard just because, for me, Princess Switch edges it out to the number three spot just for... Like, not even nostalgia, because it's only, like, a three-year-old movie, but it's, like, continuation factor, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and, like, just enjoyment of the absurdity while watching. Yeah, Not because it's a better movie, but it's, like... Yeah, it's
0: tough, because I feel like Love Hard, as we've talked about, I feel like could have, could have been, like, a better movie than it was, and it sucks, because I like everyone else in Love Hard.
1: Which, if you haven't listened to our podcast episode, you should listen to it, because Elizabeth comes with a much better plot, uh, and how it could have been a really good... A, a, a strong contender
0: a stronger a stronger film i'm not saying it still would be amazing but i feel like it it, it would have weeded out some of the questionable Problems. issues yes, of love yes. Heart. So i, I think i probably agree love Hard, i think is probably um in the fourth spot but it's if you're looking at father christmas is like down oh, in the depths no. of hell yeah, like and like love Hard
1: is like <laughs> yeah like there's a big, big gap There's a big gap between four and, like, spot five and spot four. And then there's, like, it's, like, three and four are, like, on equal footing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
0: Um, Okay. And then I guess number three for me would probably be Princess Switch 3.
1: Yeah. And then. Like, it's fine. If you watch the other movies. Yeah. You know, go ahead and watch it. If you haven't watched the others, watch the others first.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then I, th- for me, I mean, it's gonna go Castle for Christmas number two and Single All the Way number one.
1: Hmm, interesting. I feel like mine is slightly flipped. Okay. Just because I don't know, maybe it's because I had too high of expectations for Single All the Way, and it's not that it was. I think both of them were fine movies, but I felt like I maybe had a more enjoyable time watching a cra- Castle for Christmas. Maybe it was mm. the scenery. Maybe it was no, being it more fun to make good. of the, like, the funny, um, accent. Like, you know, the hilariously bad, you know, accents or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. It just, they tied it into the universe. Whereas, I feel like Single All The Way, because of who was in it, I was, like, expecting it to be, like, maybe, like, a little more funny. And it's, like, not. It's very, it's almost, like, was, like, almost too one note um for me. But as a, like, full movie, it's probably the best. But just sheer enjoyment of watching. Like, cause I wa- we watched them back to back. Like, we watched "Single All the Way" on Friday and "Castle for Christmas" yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and like I didn't take any notes during "Single All the Way." I enjoyed talking about it now more than mm-hmm. <laughs> like the enjoyment factor of watching it. So I think I, have I feel it like
0: for me, flipped. I feel like for me, "Single All the Way" was more about Christmas than mm-hmm. "Castle for Christmas" because "Castle yeah. for Christmas" just did that. Typical trope, or there's some sort of like deadline on Christmas, but at it really Christmas, wasn't yeah. about Christmas. It's a
1: storyline that occurs at Christmas. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's and great. then I feel like, for me, a single of the whale felt like kind of realistic about like how families act and like how you kind of feel when you're at home. I feel like some because sometimes you're like, it's great. It's nice to be like around family and be closer. And then you know, like I feel like Christmas does that, and also like your family just doing. Traditions that like don't yeah. make sense and uh, like I, I don't know I felt more realistic about like the experience of going home for Christmas. Um, yeah, and then if you're single, probably your parents trying to set you up because I've had our mother try to set me up before, like in past <laughs> times I've come home. That's
1: funny. I will say that of the Christmas movies we watched so far, I was like, or in anys that we watched in all time, like. In my head, I was just like, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. So maybe it's, like, not fair because I'm, like, setting the expectation bar higher. I was like, mm-hmm. but it was much better than the uh, LGBTQ film from last year with Kristen Stewart. It was
0: I think Tim better. would argue about you with that one because he, like, really liked uh, whatever it was called. I can't think of it. But. Um, yeah, I can't
1: think of what it's called either. The movie yeah. was terrible. <laughs> that Talk about questionable storylines where she had the girlfriend that just was like constantly gaslighting her all the time yeah true so i was like this movie was much better than that one
0: um yeah i mean i'm sure people probably like disagree but um i I feel like this one was just more i mean this one was kind of just fit into the christmas trope type movie but it happened to have like two male leads which i was like great sounds good like Mm. let's do it um so i don't know i guess we're split on the christmas showdown of 2021 (laughs) it's a tie i'd say
1: yeah but I, I would also agree that the two movies that we watched this week were also just, of the pack, were the best ones um, yeah. of the the groupings of films I that we agree. watched.
0: I would agree. So I feel like easily. these two were the best. I To me, Single All the Way edges out a bit because it was a bit more Christmas-focused. If We're focusing on Christmas, but I could see Castle for Christmas, also very charming. Yeah, Love it's, all, all the Friends. yeah it's a little
1: more... I like the charming is good. It's a little more you know cozy charming
0: yes exactly you know, so it just
1: depends on what mood you're in
0: yeah you know but i think we'd recommend both and i think mm-hmm. we'd recommend all the movies we watch except for father christmas is <laughs> back if you haven't watched that do yeah, not don't, don't watch. not i felt bad because someone was like oh i've watched a couple of them i was like please tell me one of them has not been father <laughs> christmas is back we do not endorse that one and it, I feel like it takes a lot for me not to endorse a Christmas movie, yeah. by
1: the way. I mean, considering um, we were just talking about how, like, we read books, I was like, yeah, I hardly ever give any book, like, if you're doing, like, a five-star rating, I'm like, I don't know if I've ever given any book less than three stars except for, like, yeah. one. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just because it wasn't my cup of tea doesn't mean, you know, someone had to create it and, like, you know, exactly. someone else might like it. But I'm like, no, that movie was bad. <laughs> so
0: you're like, no, no, it was bad. <laughs> um, Well, that brings our Christmas showdown to a conclusion for this year. I believe so. it. Another fun round of movies. I know. Christmas it's hard to believe. Christmas is over. <laughs> Christmas is over. Ugh. <laughs> um, well, speaking of that, I th- just to let everyone know, also, make sure to go subscribe so you, you know, we don't have to tell you this, but subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. But we will be taking a break for the, let me just look at the calendar. For the next week, there will be no new episode on the 20th. The next new episode will be dropping on the 27th. It will be about... Emily and Perry, season two. Whoop, whoop. So get excited. We'll be doing it in person together. So I don't know, maybe we'll try First to First time like, ever. Do like a live
1: something. I don't yeah. know. We'll It'll be it like out. the audio will be crazy and we'll be like never record a live episode ever again.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. But yeah, so since we won't be talking to you, hope everyone has a well, I hope everyone had a great Hanukkah. We didn't say that, but Hanukkah will, will be over by the time this drops. Yep. Um and then I hope everyone has a, an amazing Christmas season. Yeah. Um, have fun with whatever you're doing. If you're having a solo holiday vacation, If you're seeing family. If you're doing some other thing. Have a great time. And we will talk to you in a few weeks. So thanks for listening. Until next time.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I talk
0: over you. <laughs> it's all good.
1: Thanks for listening. Till next time.
0: Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow
1: us on Instagram at yeah. MyFavoriteSisterPod. Or shoot us an email at pod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.